Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up? You know what time it is. This is the Game Face Podcast, part of the Believe Talent Network. I am Matt Wise. And as always, I'm here with my boy, Alberto Lua. Alberto, what's up, Doc? What's up, Matty? Good evening, brother. It's another one, another episode. Let's just rock it, baby. Let's go. Well, it's kind of like, today's kind of like the perfect day for us to be recording this episode because yesterday was the start of the Masters and the start of baseball. And so, you know, I've been binging some sports and so there's a lot to talk about. So, so it's going to be a great episode. Again, if you're joining us right now, you've tuned in to the Game Face podcast. I'm Matt. That's Alberto. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, to, we got a lot to talk about tonight. Like I said, we got the Warriors um, starting to heat up, heading into the playoffs. Uh, you got baseball season, of course, which is rocking and rolling right along. Them dirty, dirty old Dodgers got to win. But my Gigantes got a win today, so I'm happy. That one was close. Your Braves won. You're happy. Yes, sir. But I could care less because it's the Braves. Well, and no, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was happy that the Giants did beat the Marlins because they're in our division. So whatever you do to help a brother out with his Bravos, I'm all for it. We well, we did our part, and uh, and Tiger Woods, man, Tiger Woods. I want to make sure that we we uh touch on Tiger Woods tonight. So, uh, but before we do, we got to pay some bills because um, it's it's not it's not cheap being us. Like, look at Alberto, he's got like all those jerseys over there. That's millions of dollars sitting on the on that side of the screen, and so we got to pay some bills. And so bet online, Final Four is over, but baseball season has started. NBA playoffs are starting up. And bet online is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info, and it has all the odds. You will find all the latest sports developments, including this week's odds for the Masters Championship and the start of Major League Baseball. So bet online is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. So join today. Why not go out there and throw all your money away making bad decisions and bad choices on bad teams like the L.A. Dodgers? But hey, go ahead and do it. It's easy. Join today. Learn. While everyone is saying bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on popular sports and games. Bet online, it's where the game starts. And it's where this podcast starts tonight. And also where this podcast starts is we're starting with the Golden State Warriors. Alberto, I'm telling you, last week we sat on this show and we picked the Phoenix Suns to beat the Warriors at some point in the playoffs. You know what? Changing my tune, buddy. I'm changing my tune. Just as quickly as I change NFL teams, I'm changing my tune. And I'm changing it to uh, the Warriors are going to be a very, very scary and tough team to beat. 
when Steph Curry's back, when they're all back. But I'm going to tell you for one reason and one reason only. Do you want to know what that is, Alberto? Let me know. Let me hear it. No, no. Do you really want to know what that is? I do want to know what that is, Maddie. Tell me. Please tell me what it is. It's Clay Thompson. It's 100% Clay Thompson. The way that Clay Thompson has been playing leading up to this end of the season push, it's very, very reminiscent of the old Clay. Looks like he's got his legs under him a little bit more. The ball's actually getting there. He's not hitting the front side of the rim. Uh, he looks like he has his shot dialed in. He is playing exceptional basketball. Yeah, and I mean, don't get me wrong. They played the Lakers. What was it? Yesterday or the day before, right? They played the Lakers. And of course, the well, they played like the Lakers, like junior, junior, yeah. junior varsity squad. That, all their star players. LeBron was sitting, AD was sitting, and so was Westbrook. So, but, you know, like any team, those kids that were out there playing, man, they were playing because they got something to prove because they're being assessed to see if they're going to be on the team next year, right? You're playing to be on the team. And they, for a little bit, they were giving the Warriors a run for their money. And, but Clay, I think he ended up with 37 points. He's definitely getting his feet underneath him. He looked like the old Clay. And I think at one point, um, the camera went over to the sideline where Steve Kerr was talking to Clay and basically was telling a man, you know what? You look good. Your shot is there. Um, you're getting back to your old self. Your feet are getting underneath you. And it's looking good, man. If we continue on this run and Clay, and Clay continues to play like that, and then Curry comes back, they're going to be scary, man. But I, I still, man, I still, one thing that still worries me to this day, man, is the size. And so what do you do now? Let me ask you something. So when you're playing the big teams with big size, big men, whether it's Utah, um, Denver, do, do, you, do you put JP on the bench and maybe you start Moody because he's size? Or... Because you're going to need somebody coming off the bench that can take over for the second team, right? And JP could be that guy. Here, here's, here's what you need in a situation like that, is you need big men like Loon, like Kaminga, um, like Bielita, that can come in and give you minutes guarding a big man, right? Just to guard him, just to you just, you know, buy time, you know, take fouls, you know, do whatever. Use up your big men, you know, to take up fouls. I don't really care who starts, to be honest with you. doesn't matter to me. Um, you want to start Loon? Cool. Start Looney, Looney, Draymond, Wiggins, Steph, and Clay. I'm cool with that. Um, at the end of the game, though, this is the rotation that I'd like to see and that would scare me. Uh, Draymond at the five. And then you go Clay, JP, Steph, Wig, uh, Wigs. That's that's a scary, deadly combination because you can get beat anywhere on the floor with the four guys um, and then Draymond distributing the ball. So I'm not as worried about it uh, size wise, um, you know, in crunch time, it's really not going to matter. The Warriors play small ball. They play it better than anybody else in the league. So uh, I'm not really worried too, too much about the size. No, no, that's true. And speaking of Looney, man, Looney. I think there's five guys in the NBA that have played all 82 games and Looney's one of them. And it's funny because it leads me to talk about um, the commish 
Mr. Commissioner from the NBA came out and made some comments about how, um, you know, he's kind of little worried about how star players have been missing a lot of games. And he made some comments about maybe like, hey, putting some incentives for players to start playing and, and not miss so much game because it does hurt. It hurts the game a little bit. Don't get me wrong, because whether you're a fan, you're at the game or you're tuning in to watch, you want to see the star players. Um, then that's on the owners. But but I mean, the commissioner is talking about like they want to change this rule where they want to apply it to where now star players don't want to take games off or they shouldn't take off. And I get it. If it's injury wise, no problem. Rest them. But if it's like a sore knee and they're going to skip a game, um, I'm just interested to see what, what's going to happen as far as what what are you going to put and what are you going to implement to make this happen? Um, I mean, in, in a way, like I said, I, I kind of agree and I don't. I'm kind of in, in the middle about it because, yeah, I would like to see, like, players, big star players play because, like, against just this past game against the Lakers, I think, I think the Lakers needed to win to get into the, the, in the bubble play, right? Uh, Tuesday's game, the game before the Warriors game. Okay, so, that, so the Warriors didn't matter then. When they no, that, they were done. They were already out oh, of the playoffs okay. by then. Uh, so it really didn't matter. Uh, here, here's, here's, here's my take on it. I'm old school, man. Um, I'm old school, like the days of uh, Jordan playing with the flu, you know, like Jordan playing sick. Uh, in fact, when Jordan first retired, when he was retiring from basketball and was going over to baseball, uh, I went to the game when he, when the Bulls came to the Bay Area and I went to a Warriors uh, Bulls game to see Jordan play. And you know what? Jordan was sick that game. And you know who played? Michael Jordan. And you know who got to see Jordan in his farewell season uh, from his first retirement? This guy, because Jordan didn't it, like it didn't matter. Like it, you know, unless unless he physically was like couldn't go, he was going to be out there. You hear stories, guys like Ronnie Lott, you know, who's chopping his finger off to go get back out and play um, that kind of dedication to the game. Now, on the flip side. Yo, we live in a society that's chaotic and crazy and, you know, mental health days are needed. Uh, days off are just good. It's good for the soul. It's good for the body. Um, and so, you know, I think there needs to be a balance, but that's on the owners, man. Put it in the, these guys' contracts. I mean, you incentivize other things, points per game, all-star game appearances, all these things, incentivize them that, yo, if you're not hurt, you need to play 72 games that gives you 10 games for mental health. Right. And that doesn't include if you actually get injured or if you have personal emergencies, those are just like you get 10, 10 games and 10 a lot too in an 82 game season to be out just because you're not feeling it that day. So the thing that, that kind of tripped me out a little bit is out of all the sports, baseball, and baseball does it from time to time. Um, but baseball, 162 games, though, brother. Yeah, hockey. Basketball is the one sport that I see players just taking the night off because they want to. And, and it's like, listen, bro, yeah, I, I, I guess I don't know if the game's gotten a little soft, but, I, dude, I enjoy the old school the old school days where Jordan, no, dude, you'd have to, he would be have to be, like, 
sick out of his mind or he would be have to have a broken bone where he can't go to step to be out of the court um but i i think me personally man i i do want to see some incentive these guys are making 30 40 million dollars a year and they're taking days off because it's a mental day like mental health day like come on man get out there and play you they probably make more than some of these other athletes in other sports but um, I'm hoping that, yeah, like they, they do come to an agreement, whether it's the commissioner and the owners, and they put more incentives for the players to be able to play more, because I do want to see them. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm a Warriors fan, but hey, I enjoy watching LeBron play. Uh, as much as I don't like the dude, but, you know, but I enjoy his game. Um, and, and so I'm hoping they can figure that out. Me too, because it's not just that. Like, at the end of the day, the people that show up to the arenas, the people that are watching it on TV, the people that are consuming the game as an entertainment product, they're paying good money to go to those games to see their favorite players play. And when they find out and they get there that their favorite players aren't playing, that's a bummer, man. I mean, that's a huge, huge bummer. And then to find out like, oh, he's just not playing because he's tired, you know, or he just needs a day off. Like, I'm sorry. you. I mean, yeah, to a certain extent, like, I am sorry. Like, suck it up and get out there. You're making that kind of money, um, you know. So maybe 10 mental health days was too many. Two, one, I don't know, one a year. But this load management, um, yeah, man, I'm not, I'm not a fan um at all but we'll see what happens what i am a fan of is major league baseball being back and i'm an even bigger fan of the san francisco giants getting a win on the first day of opening day and it was a for me it was a it was a great game because um joey bart went deep uh giants rookie catcher taking over bus posey this year he went yard for his first home run this year. Um, El Capitan, Brandon Belt went yard. Um, in fact, his home run was pretty important. It put him up by two. Uh, it was a it was a pretty good game. I saw a lot of different stuff that made me a little worried. Um, defensively, third base uh, looked a little sketch at moments. Second base, there was a double play they could have turned that didn't get turned. Um, rough getting thrown out at second base with runners at first and second, two outs and Crawford up to bat rough getting thrown out at second base being picked off the catcher through behind. I don't know how you get picked off. So there were some things I was concerned about Comello Duvall blowing a save. Like that dude was a stud. I thought he, I think he's still going to be a stud blowing the save today. That bummed me out. But things really did excite me. Logan Webb, he's our ace. Uh, we going, we going all the way. Logan Webb, okay, that's my man right there. Uh, Brandon Bell, like I mentioned, going yard. Uh, Joey Bart going yard. <clears throat> but what I want to mention is I do not know what happened last season during that uh, 107 win season to Brandon Bell. But he has morphed and transformed into a superstar. And his personality has morphed into a superstar. And he's, and he's, and he's become a huge leader on this team. And he took over this kind of shtick last year being the captain, um, being the, the captain of the ship. 
right? Uh, and there's an Instagram photo that was out. Well, he showed up to the field today, man, being dragged onto the field on a boat with his captain hat on. Um, and I thought it was amazing because he hit a home run this uh, in the game today. And as he was walking out, his high five was not a normal high five. It was he was given C's, bro. He was handing captains out. Um which I just thought was amazing. So the confidence that Brandon Belt's playing with is really, really exciting and good to see. And he's kind of become this player that I'm really enjoying watching being a Giants fan. Um, But the biggest concern I have is availability. Is he going to be able to stay healthy? And that's been a kind of an issue for him. So um, I'm excited to see it. Your Braves won um, today. So that's, that's good for you. Yeah, I know. And it was funny. You mentioned, um, the pregame show because I, I saw that too where he was being dragged out by the truck on the boat i'm like dude whoever went to the game awesome way to open up the season right you got entertainment. he's got this captain hat and he's got did he put did he put he, used he had the c tape? yeah he had the tape c now I, I thought i thought does he have the c from for the captain of the team or that hasn't been issued out yet I know no, I don't, I don't, I don't, as of last year, I don't think it was like really like official official. And I think he just took over that role yeah. by his play on the field, by the way he was carrying himself in the dugout, the way he was keeping things light and kind of, you know, especially toward the end of the year, that's when that thing kind of happened. Um, yeah, man. And he's just been playing some really great baseball. His posting had it last year. Right. So, and now that Brandon Belt. I mean, sorry, it is Brandon Belt. Yeah. He is the veteran guy. He is the leader of that team. And he's basically told Cap, listen, give me the seat. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead this team. And, and I'm pretty sure he should be the leader because I think Brand, uh, is it Crawford who's the second like veteran guy on that? Yeah, Crawford, Crawford will be Crawford, your number right? two. But I, I watched, I caught a little bit of the game. And, um, and like, I don't know what Kapler is doing or what, what he's putting in the water that he's feeding those boys out there in the clubhouse. But man, I think these guys are bought in. Um, I mean, I know it's only the first game, but they basically just started where they left off last year. And it's going to be the pitching that's going to carry that team. It really is. I mean, they're going to be playing small ball because they don't have that big bat or they didn't, went, they didn't go out on this offseason and acquired the big bat that they needed. Uh, I still believe that come the trade line, deadline they're gonna get somebody i do have a feeling that they will um but man these guys they're gonna be able to split they're gonna play small ball they're gonna scratch bite come without w's um and it's not gonna be pretty where you're gonna win by seven eight runs it's gonna come to the wire a lot of the games that they're gonna play but logan webb no no bs man that guy he's he's got some stuff he's got some nasty stuff and it just sinks man and he could be a Cy Young. He's really going to push for the Cy Young. Um, and if, if Rodon plans, pans out like to be the pitcher that he is, pitching is, is the main thing. And I, I get it, man. It's the first game. So, you know, defense was a little sketchy. Um, but that, that'll improve with time. So I think the defense will come will get better as time goes on. I do worry about third base. Evan Lagoria. I don't know um, if he's the guy that's going to do it. But, I mean... Let me ask you this. Come trade line, deadline, um, is it third base that you go get or is it an outfielder that you need? No, man, I think it's going to be an outfielder. Outfielder? Um, I really do. 
Uh, depending, I mean, depending on if Longoria could come back and stay healthy. Um, but I, yeah, I really do, do think that it's gonna, gonna need to be an outfielder. I think it's gonna need to be a right-handed bat, uh, with the addition of Jock and Belt and Crawford. Um, you have a lot of left-handed bats in that lineup. Um, and so I think, you know, again, a right-handed bat now, again, uh, um, Stadium's not really built for right-handed power hitters, but like no big deal. Um, so, so we'll see. Uh, it's a different ballpark uh, since they made the adjustments. We saw that last year. And so I'm, I'm just excited to see what they're going to do. I'm excited to see Roldan tomorrow. Uh, he's starting uh, and we'll just keep it rolling, man. The giants, uh, giants all the way to the world series, which would mean that, that we beat your Braves at some point. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll be there, bro. But we, but it's going to be stiff competition. I keep saying that because the Dodgers and the Padres, Padres added another pitcher uh, late um, this week. So, and the Giants, honestly, like they're going to have to jump out to a, a good start, man. They're going to have to build a good lead uh, on on the Dodgers and Padres like they did last year. I'm not saying they're going to chase Ghost and, and try to go for the 107 wins again because that alone, man. It's just a huge accomplishment, especially when nobody gave them a chance. They didn't nobody even said they were going to win their division. Um, but you know, if you have if you win anywhere from eighty to ninety wins, bro, that, uh, do you consider? I, I mean, you consider that a a disappointing season because you didn't match the hundred seven? No, no way, man. No, ninety ninety is impressive. That's impressive, and and I mean they'll they'll be there, and I think. Uh, they have to jump out, get a nice big lead on these teams because with that division, dude, it always comes down on the second half of the season where the team starts to pull up on that team and it's within a couple games here and there and they're battling out for the rest of the year, you know? So, but I, I, I got faith in the Braves, I mean, the Giants, and, and I think they'll be there as long as their pitching holds up. Um, that's that's going to be the big dogs that carry that team. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll see what happens. I'm, I am excited that this year um, there's, there's the DH in the national league. Uh, I think it's been a long time coming unless your name is Madison Bumgardner and you're a pitcher, you shouldn't be hitting the ball ever. Like I'm tired. I was tired of seeing pitchers really struggle and it's an automatic out, man. There's nothing more discouraging than having an automatic out in your lineup. Straight up. Yeah. So now with a legit DH, bro, that that's exciting to me. So I'm excited to see that. Yeah. And like I said, with, with that being that the DH now is in the National League, um, I think a lot of the, uh, the managers for teams have to have tr- like a nice strategy because that DH is now linked to that pitcher. So if that pitcher goes six innings and they pull them, well, guess what? That DH has got to go out and they have to bring a new different, different player in. Um, so, I mean, it, it can go both ways, right? It can be. Is that DH. true? I didn't even know that. Dude, yeah. how did I not know that already? That DH player is linked to that pitcher. So if that's, that's actually kind of genius, you know, because if yeah. your pitcher gets run out in the first inning and you got some stud, like, like think, if you got Albert Pujols to come in at the end of his career and BTH for you, right? And so you link him to that starting pitcher and that starting pitcher gets run up and you yank him, you lose that DH. 
Well, and that's why I said it's got to be a lot of strategy because if you're a manager, do you maybe go to your second guy as a DH? Because you know your pitcher is going to be pitching five, six innings, and you're going to pull him, go to your bullpen. Then you bring your star guy who is supposed to be your number one DH, and you use him for the second part right. of the, the innings. So there's going to be a lot of strat- strategy with coaches and how they manage that. So I'm it's kind of interested to see um, how they how that's going to work out and how it's going to pan out. So I'm, I'm excited, man. So I am excited. What I'm not excited about is this instant replay. And then there was a call tonight today in the Giants game uh, where they called the runner out at first, and he was clearly safe. He beat the throw by a good two three beats. I mean, it wasn't even close. The umpire called him out. It goes to review. Bro, when it's that obvious, what are you looking at? Just say, he was safe, man. You totally blew it. It's not even close. He was safe. Make the call. Dude, it was a good 45 seconds to a minute to make the call. And it's like, dude, it's not that hard. And then to top it off, I know this year they're trying to use the mic so that the um, umpires can talk to the crowd and the TV audience, right? Mm -hmm. Dude was talking, didn't even have his mic on. (laughs) I'm like, bro, get it together. So um, they got to speed that up because it's like, I wish it was like hockey where at hockey, when some, there's a replay, it goes to what Toronto, whatever. Yeah. Um, And the people in Toronto have already probably been looking at it before it even comes to the booth and they make a call and it's, I mean, it's quick. quick. NFL does that too, right? They go, it goes to New York. They took a, take a look. But they, but the umpire still goes under the booth. The, The referee goes under the booth and he watches with New York. It's like, no, just have a referee sitting watching a TV to make the calls right. What's why is that so hard? Yeah. Well, I mean, next year, bro, 2023 is going to be crazy because they got so many rules that they're going to implement. It, it, it's just nuts. So, um, you know, they got a pitch count that's going to be now for 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 the pitchers. So if there's runners on base, the pitcher only has 15 seconds to make a decision. And if they exceed that clock, Bro, it's considered a ball automatically. But if you have no runners on, they'll give you 18 seconds. But they're so they're doing things there to speed up the game. And obviously the <coughs> the bases are gonna get bigger. Um, they're gonna go to 15 from 15 inches to 18. First, second, and third home will remain the same. Um, and so uh, it, and they're gonna expand to the 12 teams. 12 teams now uh, come next year. Um, each winner with the best record from each division. Um, we'll have a bye. Uh, the second runner up with the best record will have the, the three round playoff to go in. Um, and See, then- I'm cool with all that. Like I'm cool with all those changes. Just be careful. I don't know if you've seen this. There's a, a Savannah, but the Savannah bananas or something like that. They're yeah. like a, a minor league baseball. They're like the Harlem globe trotters of baseball, bro. These dudes take off their shirts and throw pitches. The umpire's twerking at home plate. It's insanity. And it's baseball, but it's weird baseball. Like, I'm cool. Make some changes. Freshen the game up. Speed the game up. Make the game a little more interesting. Um, But, like, let's not get too carried away and turn into the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball like the Savannah Bananas. But there is a place for the Savannah Bananas, and I think it's thoroughly entertaining. And that place is packed. There's tons of people in there at the stadiums all the time. So I think it's cool, but not for the majors. Um, you know, we don't need like 10 foot big bases, you know. Um, but 
you know, it's cool. Baseball needed to do something. Um, I just hope they don't do the wrong things. Now, we only got a few minutes left, and I did want to touch on this one last thing because I've spent the last two days um, of my life watching every single golf shot that Tiger Woods has made in the last two days. The man is one over par. He's still in the hunt. He made the cut. He's going to day three of the Masters. Um, And I'm not what's impressive to me about it is, is just that 14 months ago um, he was in that car accident and he almost lost his leg. And now he's out there playing golf, but playing it at the highest level. And he's in the running um, to compete for a master's. I just, I love that. Um, Now, regardless of what you think about the dude, other than that, um, you know, as a person, like as a, as an athlete, as a golfer, man, that's just it, dude, it's, it's inspiring to watch. Um, it's cool to watch. I really don't watch golf. I think it's super boring to watch. I think it's, you know, but, um, I've enjoyed thoroughly the last two days of watching the masters. Yeah. I mean, um, like I said, I'm, I'm not a huge advocate of golf. I, I don't watch it. Um, but when Tiger plays, it would be the only time that I would tune in and watch golf. And like you said, he was in that freak accident where, yes, he almost lost his legs. He came back and I, I got a little glimpse and I watched a little bit when he played with the sun. Um, that tournament oh, yeah. he played with the sun. And, and maybe that was kind of the warm up game that he was, but there was a lot of speculation about, and you heard it all through all the radio sports talk shows like, hey, is he going to play? Is he not? He hasn't come out and confirmed it. Um, then once we, people got wind of that, he, he made it official. He announced that he was going to play in the masters. Um, dude, he dude pretty, brings ratings to the game. He's the goat. He's the greatest of all time when it comes to golfers. And there's been a lot of golfers too, but dude, just when he came in and went on that streak and it just won so many big tournaments and, and, and big championship golf tournaments that dude, that guy is on a pedestal, dude. But it, it is cool. It really is. Um, to be a sports fan because we've, especially you, you and I, if, uh, if you've been on, on the earth, you know, pre two thousands, um, you've seen probably some of the greatest athletes at their sports, right? Um, we got to watch Jordan and Kobe and LeBron, and we got to watch, uh, Barry Bonds and, uh, you know, all the greats in baseball, uh, didn't get to watch Willie Mays much, but I've seen tons of, of video of him and, and stuff. So um, and currently we're getting to experience uh, Steph Curry and Joe Montana and Jerry Rice and Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin and just all these guys that, well, maybe not Michael Irvin, maybe not Troy Aikman either, but um, all, all, Emmett Smith for sure would definitely, but like these greats that have done it. And it's just so cool to experience that because you don't know when that's going to happen again, or if we're ever going to get a dry spell where, you know, there's not going to be a Uber superstar in the NBA. They're all going to be just deadly do rights or whatever, you know, I don't know, but uh, we are living at a cool time um, where, and it is pretty cool watching Tiger Woods uh, back out there on the course. Uh, what will be even cooler is if you are listening to this podcast, if you hit the smash, that like button and hit and smash 
that subscribe button and hit and smash that share button and share with your friends. Be like, hey, there's these couple knuckleheads um, talk sports. Sometimes they talk sports. Sometimes they just bag on each other. (laughs) But it really doesn't matter. Uh, It's a good time because you have tuned in to the Game Face podcast. Uh, I'm Matt, this is Alberto. Again, we are brought to you by betonline.ag. Uh, we appreciate you. We thank you. Uh, Berto, uh, I can't I can't thank you enough, man. Always a pleasure, man. And like I said, I, I know we do them kind of late, but <laughs> there's no other place I'd rather be right now than talking sports with my boy, man. That's right, dude. That's right. That's right. And you've done it on the Game Face podcast. We out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.